City Church. It is Friday. Friday. It is May 21st. Yes, it is. 21. And today we are going to be as we make our way through the Bible. Are you familiar with that book? I hope you are. We are in Acts. We're going to be in Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. Uh, your reading for today is Acts chapter 3, verse 11 through 26, but I want to just jump down to uh, verse 17, and I'm actually going to read verse um, 17 through 21. Since this is the 21st, I'm going to stop at 21. Actually, don't read your Bible like that. There's no significance in those dates, but that's what we're going to do today because that's where I want to focus. Uh, So, I hope you read all of this passage today. I want to focus in on those verses. So, here we go. Acts chapter 3, starting in verse 17. Uh, This, by the way, is uh, Peter, and Peter is preaching in Solomon's Kalanab. And this, Peter is preaching just after um, he healed, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Peter and John healed a man who could not walk. Um, I prefer to call him that. Uh, in the CSB, it calls him a lame man, and that's just insulting. So um, he is a, a guy who cannot walk, and they just healed him. So people are asking questions and um, don't like, uh, some people don't like what they did. And uh, so so what you've read today is Peter's, some of Peter's uh, address of them after that. And we're going to pick up in 17. Here he goes. Peter says, And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your leaders also did uh, when they crucified Jesus and rejected him. Verse 18, in this way, God fulfilled what he had predicted through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus who has been appointed for you as the Messiah. Heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. And that is the word of the Lord in Acts 3.21. Here is what I find um, beautiful, worthy of highlighting today, in this passage, the reason I read this section. Um, Peter is preaching to people who killed Jesus. And to the people who killed Jesus, just like he did in Acts chapter 2, where, remember, the the men who heard that sermon said, brothers, what must we do to be saved? Um, Likewise, he's preaching to people who killed Jesus, and his message is, his message is, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus who has been appointed to you as the Messiah. In other words, you killed Jesus, but when he comes back, he wants you to receive him as a Messiah. Um, that is phenomenal grace. To come back, to the people who killed you. And not only, not only to um, save them, but to 
want them saved, to want to be with them. In other words, this is not an obligatory return. This is not an obligatory, um, well, you know, I'm Jesus, and I've got to come back and forgive everybody. I really don't want to. No, no, this is is the yearning of Jesus' heart. This is the yearning of the Trinitary God for us, is us to be with him. And that's why I love this phrase, seasons of refreshing. Um, Often we think about salvation, um, as we explain this verse, often we we think about salvation in terms of uh, what uh, the philosopher Dallas Willard calls sin management. That's the way we think about the good news, the gospel. And you see some sin management in verse 19 when Peter tells them to repent and turn back. He says, so that your sins may be wiped out. In other words, Jesus is going to manage your sins. He is going to wipe them out. He is going to get rid of them. That is the end of the gospel for many people. (laughs) What's interesting, that's not the end of the gospel for Jesus. That's not the end of the gospel for um, Christianity, obviously. You know, that's not that's not the end of the gospel here for Peter. Um, That is not that in that 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 is not even mainly the good news. You understand me? That's not mainly the good news. Wiping our sins out sort of gets us back to neutral. Wiping our sins out sort of resets us. Unless you have this second half, you do not have a full picture of the good news that Jesus brings. And that is that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the gospel. That that is the point of having your sins wiped out. Do you understand that? Like the... The point of having your sins wiped out is not just so you can go to heaven. The point of having your sins not wiped out is not so that you don't go to hell. That's not the end. That's not the point. The point is not merely that you are saved from something. The larger point is that you are saved to something. The point is that you have seasons of refreshing in the presence of the Lord forevermore, quoth the raven, right? The, the point is that you are in the presence of the Lord. The wiping away of sin is what has to be done because of the mess we've made in order to get us to seasons of refreshing in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord is happy to do that because God used even the ignorance, the foolishness, the selfishness, the hate, the evil of us who killed Jesus with our sins, why he had to die. You even uses that to bring about what we see in verse 21, the restoration of all things. Jesus is coming back to give everything, all of creation, a season of refreshing. Except that won't just be a season. That will be eternal refreshment. If you remember back to podcast last week, it's, it's flourishing that keeps going. It's further up and further in. It's to the right, it's, it's more and more beauty, more and more intimacy, more and more vulnerability, more and more action, more deeper and deeper relationships. The love overflows more and more and more and more and more. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we mean by heaven. The restoration of all things, new heavens and new earth, where there is no more crying, there is no more pain, there is no more mourning, there is no more tears, there is only joy an eternal season of refreshing in the presence of the Lord. 
But remember, remember, Peter offers these seasons of refreshing first before the restoration of all things. And that means you don't have to wait till Jesus comes back and restores all things to be refreshed. You can have it now. That's what the gospel tells you. You can have refreshment now. Yes, in the middle of suffering. Yes, in the middle of pain. Yes, even in the middle of confession of sin. There is refreshing to come as we continually repent and enjoy the presence of God in our lives now. So I'm going to ask you this as we apply it. Do you need a season of refreshing? I can't ever imagine answering that question no for myself. Like I'm trying to think at the, at the point where say, Trevor, would you like a season of refreshing? No, I'd really like one of hardship coming up next, if you please. I just, I just hold on. Yes, I want a season of refreshing. Think of it like this before we pray today. Um, it's getting a yard mowing season. It's been, you know, I know last week we were like in the 40s. Um, early in the morning it was really cold, but now we're in the, we're in the May. Things are warming up a bit. It's yard mowing season, and soon summer heat will be on us. Um, I have a outdoor refrigerator, excuse me, in my garage. You know, one of those refrigerators in your garage. It was, it was there, you know, when we, when we bought the house and it's, it's an old refrigerator. So it works really well. Not like the new dumb refrigerators with TV in them. You know, it's like, like TVs on the thing, computers. And and they, they, those refrigerators break like every three years, the old refrigerators, man, they're kicking. You ever see like one of these ones made in the 1940s, people still got cold drinks in them. I'm telling you. So we got one of these things in our garage. And I really like um, Limoncello, Limoncello, La Croix, okay? You know, the sparkling water. Also, tangerine, also uh, key lime. Those are my three favorites. But, oh, my gosh, Limoncello, Limoncello, I don't know how you say it, Limoncello. Um, uh, let me say it one more time for you, Limoncello. Okay, these things, man, it, oh, it tastes like vanilla ice cream with a little lemon in it to me, Okay. I put these things on the top shelf of this old fridge and in the top back corner, things, the thing will almost turn to ice. I get out there on that mower, humming along, grrr, listen to podcast, heat beating down, I get that weed eater out. That was the sound of a weed eater. And, you know, you're cut, I'm filthy grime all over me, cut up from that weed eater. I literally am bleeding from the rocks that kicked up on my legs. It's nasty, dirt everywhere burning hot, I open that fridge up, I reach all the way in that top back corner, and I grab that limoncello, la croix, and I pop that thing open, and you hear it. You know what that is? That's gospel, baby. Seasons of refreshing on the way. Can you imagine if I put that can down right then? Can you imagine if I just set that can down and walked inside? What a waste. What a waste. What do I do? I do, I do the natural thing. Like, what the heck else are you going to do? You're going to take that can, and, man, I stand right in front of that fridge, that garage fridge, that garage fridge open. I turn that thing up, and I empty that can. And the outside of me is still filthy. The outside of me is still hot. But, oh, man, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner selves are being renewed by ice cold Limoncello La Croix, day by day. Like that's what's happening. It is that it is when I partake of the season of refreshment. Now, I did, you know, I throw that can away and I walk away. Um, 
but it's a it's a season of refreshment. It, it's 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 an experience that I have in the moment because I know how to go to the source of my refreshment as I'm hot, sweaty. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I don't need to stay hydrated all day, right? I can't have water go out of my body, but it does mean that if I don't take time to acknowledge that I need water and go to the source and actually put it in me. Trevor, what do you mean? I mean, spending time with the Lord. I mean, prayer. I mean, Bible reading. I mean, you know, the things, the disciplines that we practice, times of solitude and times of, of meditation on the scripture. Like, if I don't do that, then I, it, it's kind of like I got the cold drink in there. Sometimes I even pop open a can, but then I get my phone out and I put the can down. Seasons of refreshing are available now for us, church. They're available now for us. You know, the restoration is coming when we just, when we swim in La Mancha de la Croix. But, but the season of refreshing are now. You're going to have to mow the yard, yes. But don't forget about the garage fridge. Don't forget about the back left corner of the top shelf is where the drinks are the coldest. Let's be silent and pray. Our Father, you don't hold back refreshment from us. And thank you for that. Thank you. You offer it freely. You offer it without charge. Think of Isaiah 55. Come, buy milk and bread without cost, without money. You don't have to bring any money. It's here. You offer that to us. Seasons of refreshment. If only we'll repent. If only we'll stop the frantic nature of what we're doing and return to you from our sin and embrace you. The restoration of all things is coming. Yes, we look forward to it. And in the meantime, in the meantime, we crave seasons of refreshing. We crave to know and recognize your presence. As a deer pants for the Lamoncello Lacroix, so my soul pants after you. Also, thank you for the picture of deer pants in my head right now. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.